0: No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible.
1: Welcome back to Simply the Bible, the through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we'll see that with everything made for the tabernacle, the Lord instructs Moses to set it all up. When Moses obeys, amazing things happen. We hope you'll join us now as Pastor Daryl continues in Exodus chapter 40 on Simply the Bible.
0: My wife, Cindy, is a realtor, and one of the most joyous times for her is move-in day for one of her clients. There's just something about occupying a new home that is wonderful and exciting. I would imagine that the children of Israel were excited to complete the tabernacle, only this would be the dwelling place and house of God. He would move in and remain with them forever, so long as they would keep His covenant. We pick it up in Exodus chapter 40, the last chapter as we conclude Exodus today. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, On the first day of the first month you shall set up the tabernacle of the Tent of Meeting. The children of Israel left Egypt in the first month on the fourteenth day of the previous year. It had been almost a year since they had left Egypt. The making of all the components of the tabernacle had taken about six months. Now they would set it up on New Year's Day. This would be the first year of their new house of worship, which was really a portable tent. Verses 3 through 8 give God's instructions for where to place each piece, which we've already covered in previous episodes. As beautiful as each piece of the tabernacle was, it couldn't function as it was designed to function until it was arranged in the proper order. Likewise, God arranges us in the proper order as it suits him so that we may glorify him. Speaking of our relationship with Christ, Peter writes in 1 Peter 2.4, Coming to him as to a living stone, rejected indeed by men, but chosen by God and precious. You also as living stones are being built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. God fits us together as living stones in His spiritual house. When we are properly arranged, then we can properly function. The Father is glorified through the Son through His church. Verse 9. And you shall take the anointing oil and anoint the tabernacle and all that is in it and you shall hallow it and all its utensils and it shall be holy. You shall anoint the altar of the burnt offering and all its utensils and consecrate the altar. The altar shall be most holy and you shall anoint the laver and its base and consecrate it. The anointing oil always speaks of the Holy Spirit. The pieces of the tabernacle could not be used until they were first arranged in their proper order and then anointed. In this way, they were made holy and consecrated for use. Verse 12, Then you shall bring Aaron and his sons to the door of the tabernacle of meeting and wash them with water. You shall put the holy garments on Aaron and anoint him and consecrate him that he may minister to me as priest. And you shall bring his sons and clothe them with tunics. You shall anoint them as you anointed their father that they may minister to me as priests. For their anointing shall surely be an everlasting priesthood throughout their generations. Thus Moses did according to all that the Lord had commanded him. So he did. The priests needed to be cleansed, clothed, and anointed to be sanctified to minister to the Lord. Likewise, we are washed with the blood of Christ. We are clothed with His righteousness by faith. And then we are anointed by His Spirit. This is what sanctifies us to minister to the Lord as a holy priesthood. Education is good, but... Seminary doesn't qualify us. God does. And we know that we are approved by the anointing that he gives us. We are told that Moses did according to all that the Lord commanded him. This phrase is repeated eight times in verses 16 through 32. Clearly, the Holy Spirit was indicating that Moses was not operating as an independent agent here, but was simply carrying out the instructions of the Lord. This was the secret of his success. If we would know the blessing of the Lord, then we must obey him. The good news is, is that success isn't that complicated. It's simply a matter of aligning ourselves with the will of God and doing what he says. As the Lord would later tell Joshua, Moses' successor in Joshua 1.8, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. See, that's why I go through the Bible like this, is because I realize that as we meditate upon His Word, it will bring spiritual prosperity, it will bring success, not only spiritually, but practically. It's just a good thing to do to ensure that you do well. Verse 17, And it came to pass in the first month of the second year, on the first day of the month, that the tabernacle was raised up. They raised it up on their New Year's Day, just as God said. Moses started by setting up the tent. Then he put the two stone tablets in the Ark of the Covenant, He hung the veil, separating the most holy place from the holy place. Now, in the holy place, he set up the table of showbread and then arranged the twelve loaves in order. He set up the lampstand and lit the seven lamps. He put the gold altar before the veil and burned sweet incense on it. Next, he hung the fabric screen, which was the door for the tabernacle. Moving into the outer court, he set up the bronze altar and immediately offered a burnt offering, and grain offering. Then he set up the laver between the altar and the door of the tabernacle and he put water in it. Finally, he raised up the curtains that formed the court around the tabernacle and the altar. It is interesting that as soon as Moses set everything up, he equipped it. In other words, he put incense on the golden altar he put oil in the lamps and and lit them he put the 12 loaves on the table of showbread he immediately offered a burnt offering and grain offering everything was made not to just sit there but to be used and in the same way as God arranges us he puts us in order he puts us together as living stones in his spiritual house he does that not just so that we look pretty but that we are functioning and offering the praises and the worship and the service to the lord verse 34 then the cloud covered the tabernacle of meeting and the glory of the lord filled the tabernacle and moses was not able to enter the tabernacle of meeting because the cloud rested above it and the glory of the lord filled the tabernacle So while Moses was outside, at some point, the pillar of cloud covered the tabernacle and the glory of the Lord filled it. This was the Shekinah glory of God, which refers to God's dwelling in the tabernacle. The Hebrew word transliterated Shekinah means dwelling of God. God's presence was so glorious and powerful that Moses couldn't even enter the tabernacle. How glorious it is when we have done what the Lord has commanded us to do and then he anoints our work with his presence. This is the crown of blessing. It's the definitive sign that God is with us. You see, we could never manufacture that. So when the Lord blesses us with his presence, it's the clear sign that God is with us and how I long for such powerful manifestations of his presence and his glory. Verse 36, Whenever the cloud was taken up from above the tabernacle, the children of Israel would go onward in all their journeys. But if the cloud was not taken up, then they did not journey till the day that it was taken up. For the cloud of the Lord was above the tabernacle by day, and fire was over it by night, in the sight of all the house of Israel throughout all their journeys. Now, I think we probably think, this would be great. I mean, to just be able to look out your tent and see the pillory cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night and you would always know that the Lord was with you and you would also know when that began to move, then it was time to move. And you could just sort of chill until then. Uh, But if he stayed, then you knew, well, it's just time to stay. We don't have a physical cloud and fiery pillar, but what we do have is the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit wants to guide us in the same way for us to get comfortable with his leading and his guidance so that we don't lag behind when he wants to move forward, but neither do we get ahead of him. I have a pastor friend who told me this story about how he would take his dog out uh, on a walk, but he would be on his bicycle and The dog would run alongside of him, but sometimes the dog would get out in front of him and he would have to steer quickly not to run over the dog. And so he was trying to just train his dog to get a little bit behind him, but not too far behind him. His point was, that's the way we are sometimes with the Lord. We get out in front of the Lord and it seems like the Lord has to use an evasive maneuver to keep from running over the top of us. Or maybe we just lag behind God rather than being in step with him. That's the goal, walking with the Spirit, realizing that God has prepared those works for us to walk in them, but we have to let him lead and go before us. Well, we end Exodus. And if you think about how Exodus began, it began with the children of Israel in the bondage of Egypt, began with them being slaves, And God delivering them, bringing them to himself on eagles' wings. And then bringing them into a covenant, bringing them into a place of worshiping him, setting up the tabernacle now so that they could worship him. And as we get into Leviticus, we'll see that really Leviticus is the owner's manual for the tabernacle to show the priests how God wanted to be worshipped. But think about what the Lord has brought you from. Maybe you were in bondage to sin. And the Lord brought you out of that and brought you to himself and has taught you how to worship him and ultimately wants to bring you into the promised land. But before he can do that, he has to bring you into a covenant relationship and teach you how to worship and how to enthrone him in your life. God has such great plans for us if we will walk with him. Or maybe today you're listening to this and you are in a place where you know that you need God's help. Listen, in the same way that the Lord delivered the children of Israel out of Egypt, the Lord can deliver you. He wants to deliver you. He wants to bring you to himself on eagle's wings and show you that he created you for this. He created you to have a relationship with him. And you will find peace. You'll find joy. You'll find ultimate satisfaction and meaning through that relationship with him. He's just waiting for you to respond to his invitation.
1: You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the the through-the-Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. They meet Sunday mornings at 1030 at Pepperidge Elementary School in Boise. Also, to listen to any of Pastor Daryl's teachings or to find out more about the church, go to our website at calvarytv.org. We'd really love to hear from you. You can also text WELCOME to 208-314-3377. That's 208-314-3377. Tomorrow we'll begin the book of Leviticus, which is basically the tabernacle operation manual. We hope you'll join us as we continue our study of God's word on Simply the Bible.